Hi guys, and welcome back to The Core of History. I'm your host, Katie, and today we're going to be talking about child labor and the Industrial Revolution. So, I really hope you all guys enjoy this week's episode, and let's just go ahead and get started. So, first off, you do need a little bit of background information on child labor, and basically, child labor was a very common thing in the Industrial Revolution. Um, The children suffered from terrible conditions in places like factories, mines, and other workplaces. They were expected to work long, hot hours with very little pay, and even though the children worked in many different places, the place they, they worked, they, the places where they worked the most was the coal mines. Um, coal was one of the main resources that they had in the Industrial Revolution, and Britain was the first to industrialize it in the 1700s. But just like the steam engine, coal was one of the main sources for power methods of transportation like trains and cars. Children were in the mines to do all types of work, and their small bodies were perfect to squish into to the small spaces into the mines. Um, a lot of people realized that the adults were not su- suited to do that job, so they thought the children would be better because the adults are larger, and the children have smaller bodies, and they can work faster than the adults. So, even though they had really bad air quality in the mines, which led to lung and breathing problems, uh, they didn't really care that they had really bad air quality. They let the children work there anyway. Um, so, but on top of having to do work, um, most of the kids didn't really get an education because they were busy working to provide for their families so that they could get the supplies and the food that they needed to survive. But what are some examples of child labor? So. Forced child labor examples were mostly in agriculture. Um, they were sometimes in factories too, along with construction, mostly the mines. Um, sometimes they worked on bars. Um, sometimes they were in the um, tourist industry and sometimes they were in domestic work. But what did these kids make in the factories that they worked in? So it really all depended on where they worked and what the people wanted them to do. So. Some of them picked cotton, some of them mined for gold and silver, some sold newspapers on the side of the road, and sometimes they even swept chimneys. Um, But most of the time, the kids worked in the factories, which was the place they were most known for. And um, they mostly made clothing out of the cotton that some of the kids picked. Um, They also had certain jobs like making shoes. And a couple years ago, Knight came under fire for having children working in the factories to make their shoes. They also made things like soap, sugar, carpets, and they mined for things like diamonds um, and gold as well. But what was their health like? So most of the children were beaten very badly if they did not do what they were told, um, if they refused to do the work, or they just didn't work in the way that they wanted to. Um, They were very badly abused by the people that they were working for. Um, Safety was not the number one thing that they were concerned about. And they just wanted to get their supplies, and they wanted the kids to get their work done fast. Um, and they didn't really care about how the kids felt. So by the end of their 14-hour shifts, most of the kids had symptoms um, like pale skin, wheezing, and breathing problems. But how did this affect their lives overall? Well, they started to work children as young as four years old. Um, any other children that were too young or unable to work were helping their parents around the house and things like that. And I know four years old sounds super young, but they wanted the kids to start off early so that they could basically grow up to work. Um, Most of the kids for their childhood were scarred um, for most of their lives because they didn't know anything different and they didn't do anything except for work. So they didn't have 
opportunities like education and having that normal childhood life. But what did make people what did make people stop and realize that this was an issue? Well, things started to look up for the children after the Great Depression started, and when it started, the adults realized that everyone was losing their jobs and that they were the ones that needed the jobs more than the children. Also, the adults and the community came together to let the people working these children know that they needed to be normal kids and had to have an education for themselves instead of that instead of throwing that away to work. So, like I said, not a lot of kids got an education back then, and they wanted these kids to get that opportunity if they could. Also, in 1990, they made the right on a child law to stop child labor in 193 countries worldwide. So, but what caused child labor in the first place? So, things like poverty and unemployment were, um, were very high. A lot, of not, a lot of people didn't have a lot of money, and they really couldn't afford food or proper education um for education was very limited on the account that everyone was very poor um the existing laws of codes and codes of conduct were very often violated and the workers rights were oppressed um they did not have a lot of workers rights uh people that worked adults and children did not have a lot of rights um they did not have a lot of choices and they just had to do what they were told or they were not going to get paid so is this still happening today um and sadly there are still more than 200 million kid children that are still child laborers um an estimate of 120 million kids are still involved in very hard work 73 million of those um, these kids are under 10 years old and the highest number of kids working at a time are located in sub-sahara africa um, today, most of these kids that are working um, are mostly located on farms, um, but people like to use children for other uses of child labor than just working. They like to use them as sex trafficking and drug trafficking um, and even selling kids into getting money, and they sometimes abuse and torture these kids into doing what they tell them so that they can get what they want, like drugs or money. So what have we done to stop this today so we have many organizations that people put together like ilu oecd iom and unicef and when i was little i personally worked with unicef um and it's this great organization that does not only help hungry kids it also helps kids in child labor that might be living with the people that they are working for and they're not giving them the food and nutrients that you need so basically unicef is these little blue bands and it helps kids provide them with exercise and it also gives food to hungry kids that need it. So it's helping hungry kids and it's also helping hungry working kids. And also more and more people are just speaking out in general on what is happening in their area and spreading other ways to help kids in that situation to everyone and to the people that they know. So basically, as a person, just try to put yourself in their shoes and imagine what it would be like to, to grow up, to have that childhood, and to grow up to be always working and getting absolutely no days off just so you can um, take care of your family and cause them not to die of starvation. And with this, you can really see the big picture on why this is such an important issue and why this needs to be talked about more. So... In conclusion, you see the types of work in these in these kids had to live in 
and you see the types of conditions that they had to go through. This was not by choice, and these kids lived awful childhoods due to these types of work. Some kids even died doing this work, and that is no way a child should be treated. This is a serious issue that does not need to be overlooked because these kids didn't have a chance at a normal life and a proper education. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast, and tune in next week where we'll be talking about the Middle Passage. Till next time, I'm your host, Katie, and you've been listening to The Core of History.